Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Okay, looks like we are live. Hello, hello, coaches. I'm so excited to be back doing our Tuesday Night Live. I was on vacation last week on this beautiful 125-foot yacht celebrating our parents' birthday and sailing around the Florida Keys. It was great. That's why I probably look tan right now. And let's go ahead and dive into our topic for this evening. So we're going to talk about what to do when your coaching clients are ghosting you or not showing up to their coaching sessions. This is something that has been happening for a couple of my private clients recently, and they've been getting really frustrated around it. And so whenever I start to notice like a theme or a pattern and things that are either happening in my own business or my clients' businesses, I'm like, okay, I got to talk about it because if they're going through it, then other people are going through it and struggling with it as well. So before we start, right, I just want you all to know if you're going through this, like you're not alone. I know when it happens, it's really, it brings up a lot of different feelings and triggers and emotions. And so I hope that by um, watching this today or or listening to, if you listen to it on podcast later, um, that you're going to feel better and you're not going to feel like you're doing anything wrong. Um, One of my clients was... She had like three people in a row ghost her and she's like, well, maybe I'm just not going to coach anymore. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, So that's why I think that listening to this episode is really, really important um, because I don't, right, I think what tends to happen is we we leave our corporate jobs or service-based jobs, whatever we were doing before, and we start our own business to make life feel better and work better for us. But then I think we also think too that we're not gonna have any problems in our business. And then when problems arise, it's like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe I should just go back to the corporate world. And the reality is, is that there's gonna be problems no matter what you do in life, no matter what you choose. So if you can you know, expect this to happen and know it's going to happen, then you don't have to like waver or question whether or not you're meant to be a coach because you are meant to be a coach. If you're here in this group, if you're listening to this now, I 100% guarantee that you are meant to be a life coach. So don't let these little situations and problems, um, don't, don't take them personally. Don't feel like you're doing something wrong, that you're you're a bad coach, you're not 
doing enough of something. So again, this is just something that comes with the territory. Human beings are human. They are messy. They are not perfect. So I am going to give you some really useful tools and strategies on how to navigate through um, a couple of these common situations that come up. And like I said, I have been there. I've been running my own coaching business through since 2016. And I have come up against a lot of different problems over the years. So, and I consider myself a really amazing, awesome coach. And I still have clients that will not show up to their sessions. It happens all the time. So um, let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, before we do, I'd love to hear from all of you who are watching. So feel free to, on the comment section, let me know what part of the world you're watching from and what kind of coach you are. All right, I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to know what part of the world you're living in. So in the comments section, what part of the world are you in right now and what kind of coach are you? All right, so situation number one is you're a new coach, you're offering free pro bono sessions or a free pro bono coaching package, which can be anywhere from like a month or longer, and you feel like the clients aren't taking the work seriously, they're not valuing you or the container. <clears throat> Excuse me, okay, or they're not valuing your time. And like I said, this is a sucky feeling because you're like, I'm doing a huge favor for you. I'm doing this for free. Why aren't you taking this seriously? Who has experienced this? <laughs> Raise your hand or write in the comments section, me. This has happened to me a lot when I was a new coach. And so most new coaches, when they first start out, they offer free sessions as a way to build up their skills and their confidence in exchange for a testimonial and referrals. And this is a great way to start your coaching business. Um, but what tends to happen is if you don't set it up properly, then it can really go downhill quickly. And um, the clients aren't like I said, they're not showing up for their sessions and then you're like, it's messing with your head. And so let's, let's talk about this. Okay. We already have someone that can identify with this. So thank you for being honest with that. So my first piece of advice with this is set up your pro bono coaching sessions. And I would recommend instead of just doing a few sessions, I would recommend um, offering like an actual coaching package and set it up like you would if someone's paying you like $10,000 or more, right? Like act like someone's paying you a lot of money for this package because then you're gonna show up differently. So what I mean by that is do a discovery call with anyone that you're thinking about working with. Even like I said, even if it's free, get on the phone with them, make sure they're a good fit, make sure they're coachable, make sure your energy vibes, right? Like that is going to eliminate so many problems because you're going to be able to really quickly tell if someone is ready to make change in their life or not. Okay. So I know when I was um, in the beginning of my coaching journey, I didn't do this. Like I was just basically like saying yes to anyone who wanted to work with me because I was just so desperate to start working with clients. I didn't care if they were a good fit or not. And then guess what? I ran into all these problems very quickly um, into the coaching relationship. So do a discovery call with someone, with a pro bono client, and only say yes to working with them if they feel coachable, um, they're a good fit, and you're excited to work with them. And so that's probably going to help a lot better with them to show up 
Um, so, you know, just make sure you're screening properly. And then also honor the value of the package on the contract. So yes, you do want to do a contract. I do. Um, I still give free stuff away all the time in my coaching business. And like I said, I set it up and treat it just like it's someone that's like paying me $10,000 or more to work with me, you know, so on the contract, like let them know, like when you would put in like the fees, you know, put in like pro bono in exchange for testimonial at the end or something like that. And then like say on the package, like say this is like a $1,500 coaching package. This is a $2,000 coaching package. Like let them know that this is a really great deal that they're getting. So it's okay to, and if you don't know the value, just guess, just, just pick something. Um, but you know, let them know from the start that they're, they're going to be getting so much out of this and let them know the value of it. And then they're probably going to show up a lot differently. Um, you know, cause if you just treat it like this is no big deal, like, oh yeah, you can, you know, if you want, you can do a couple of coaching sessions with me. Like they're not going to take it very seriously cause you're not taking it very seriously. Do you, see, do you get what I'm saying here? Do you see what I mean? So a lot of this is in the way that you show up as well. Um, when I was new, I was just doing like, I was just scheduling week to week because I didn't know what I was doing. And so with my clients, I was like, okay, well, you can schedule with me whenever you want to, like whenever you need me. And guess what? Like half of them never scheduled. Half of them never took advantage of it. And I'm like, you're crazy. I hear I am a professional coach giving you sessions for free, but it was because like I wasn't taking it very seriously. So um, again, you know, just make sure that you're getting on a discovery call with someone you're thinking about working with, that you're having them sign a contract, you're letting them know the value of the package and that um, they're going to be working with you like in exchange for a testimonial at the end and just, you know, set set both you and the client up for success. So that right there, taking those steps should eliminate a lot of problems with clients ghosting you and not showing up and, and not valuing the pro bono package. Um, but let's say you do do all this stuff and then someone still isn't showing up. Someone still isn't taking the work seriously. This is probably gonna trigger you like crazy and that's okay. There's, I always like to say that starting a coaching business is the best personal development course you're going to take, and it's going to bring up all of your stuff head on. And this is why it's a good idea to have a therapist and a coach to work with as you're navigating um, becoming a new life coach, um, because then you can, as you get triggered, right, you can bring these things to, um, you know, to your therapy sessions, to your coaching sessions, and they can help you to work through it. So if you notice you're getting really triggered when your clients aren't showing up, it might mean because, you know, in the past you've gotten rejected or ignored or you felt like people haven't valued you and it's just, it's these wounds that are still open. They haven't been closed. And so it's just like basically digging in deeper and deeper into that wound that hasn't been healed yet. Because um, basically, like these situations shouldn't trigger you. They shouldn't cause an emotional charge. If they do, then that's an indicator that there's something from the past that's unhealed. And that's something that you want to be able to work through sooner rather than later, because it's just not fun getting triggered all the time in your business. And then you can't hold space for your clients. Okay. So honor the trigger. If you're getting triggered by your clients not showing up and you're like, they don't like me, they don't value me. They don't take myself seriously. Like honor what you're feeling. Um, do inner child work. I have an awesome 
um, hypnotherapy meditation that I do with my clients when they get really triggered that helps them to soothe and acknowledge their inner child and to help them to like calm the trigger down. And um, it works really quickly. It's really powerful. So do that inner child work. That's really helpful. And then what I would recommend is um, invite the client into a conversation if possible. They might just, no matter how many times you try to reach out to them, they might continue to ignore you and there's only so much you can do in that situation. But however you're communicating with the client, whether it's like email or text or if it's through Facebook Messenger or some other type of app, you know, just reach out to them and say like, hey, I've notice that you know you haven't been scheduling your coaching sessions I'd, I'd love to talk about it. I'd love to make sure everything's okay do you have time to jump on a 20-minute call today so we can talk about what's going what's coming up for you so just invite them into that 20-minute conversation so you can figure out where the breakdown is happening um, because maybe something's coming up like maybe they're embarrassed or maybe they're like I had a session, um, I had a client recently that wasn't scheduling his coaching calls because he was worried that I was like disappointing him, that he wasn't bringing the right request to the sessions and that, and he didn't want to disappoint me. And, you know, there was just all this stuff coming up. So we had, you know, we talked through it and I was like, no, you can work on whatever you want. This is your time. These are your sessions. You're not going to disappoint me. And he was, he was changing his mind a lot about what goals he wanted to work on. So you know, this is where it's it's just a good idea to be the bigger person and to step up and, and invite them into that conversation so you can figure out what's going on. And um, I it's been 50-50 for me, whether I've been doing, I've done this with pro bono clients or paying clients. Um, sometimes some of them will be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'd love to jump on a call. And then some will um, just keep ignoring you. And if they keep ghosting you, if they keep ignoring you, then you might event and you know you're following up, you're following up, you might eventually have to get to a point where you just have to say like, okay, this isn't gonna happen. This person isn't ready, they're not coachable. And you're just gonna have to bless and release in that situation. So that's okay. You can also fire clients. I didn't know if you guys knew this or not, but yeah, you can actually fire your clients. So if your clients is not continuously showing up and you can't coach them, then what's the point of continuously trying to reach out and, and hold space for them? And so you can always email them and say, hey, you know, it's I've reached out to you several times. It's been over a month already. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end this relationship. I thank you so much for your initial interest and hopefully things will work out in the future. You know, something simple and short like that. But just so you all know, you can fire your clients if you've tried multiple multiple times to reach out and they're not um, they're not getting back to you all right um so ritu i hope i'm saying your name right she said i'm picky with working with working with clients and do discovery calls first before anything okay great that's amazing i guess my problem is people who show initial interest but then don't book the discovery call in my current beta program, I'm offering six free sessions with worksheets and other um, action steps depending on their purpose. Okay, cool. That sounds like a really amazing offer. So you said, I guess my people, my problem is people who show initial interest and don't book the discovery call. Um, so yeah, what I would recommend for that, yeah, that's ha that's happens to me all the time too, and happens to most business owners. It's just that um, 
you know, people could get busy and they forget to book the discovery call, or maybe they change their mind. And remember, it's totally okay for people to change their mind. Um, is I would just recommend just following up again. And, um, you know, I don't know what like format or structure this is, but like say that you are um, doing like a Facebook Live and then you have your call to action there and someone's like, oh yeah, I'm interested in the comment section. And then you share your discovery call link with them and then they're never signing up. You can always send them a direct message and say, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you got the discovery call link. Um, so that way you can, you know, sign, uh, um, so we can have a conversation to see if this program's a good fit for you and just keep following up like that until you're get, until you get a response. <clears throat> and I know that we get so worried that we're going to annoy people and bother people, but most of the time, like you have to remember, these are adults that we're working with and people can essentially go tell us to let fuck off <laughs> if they want to. Um, or they can say like, stop reaching out to me or stop texting me or whatever that they have that right. But like, otherwise, if you're not getting the answer, then keep, you know, reaching out and say, you know, hey, I just, I know that you showed initial interest. I want to make sure that um, you get to take advantage of this opportunity before it sells out or before I start the program. Um, and most people are going to be really grateful that you took the time to show up for them in that way and to follow up like that. So I hope that that is helpful and that's what you're looking for. You said, how did you get confident doing lives and putting out your offers there? Lots and lots of practice. Yes, I was not confident in the beginning whatsoever. And my first life coach just made me practice over and over again. Um, the biggest, the best way to get over your fears is to confront them head on. So if you're afraid of doing Facebook lives and that's literally the thing you have to do to get through the fear and you have to do it in a way that feels safe for you. So yeah, I know I think a lot of people wish there's like a magic pill or there's like a way around it, but it's like you literally have to do the thing that you're the most scared of and then you just have to do it over and over again and then it's it's not scary anymore. That's That's like the best way to do it. So, um, but I love these questions, these comments coming in. So go ahead and keep asking them in the comment section. I am going to move on to our next question, our next situation. So um, the client is a yes after the discovery call. So you do a discovery call. They're like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. I want to work together. You're like, awesome. Okay, after we get off the call, I'm going to send you the contract and you can send the contract and I'm going to send you the payment link and they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you send them the contract and then nothing happens. And then days go by, weeks go by and they're not signing the contract. And you're like, what the fuck? Like you were so excited on the call. What did I do something wrong? And you know, this can really mess with your mind. So, Okay, so let's talk about some different ways to navigate this. Um, what you can do is you can always take a deposit on the call. Um, I don't do this, but some coaches do and they say it works really well. So if you wanna take like a non-refundable deposit on the call, that can help people to stay accountable to following through. Um, also, um, human beings really like deadlines. Human beings respond really well to deadlines. So. For me, when I send my contract out after someone is a yes, I 
type in the email and it's on the contract as well and I say this contract and this price is good for the next seven days if you don't sign it within seven days then you're gonna lose your spot to work with me or you're gonna lose the special pricing right so that's that's like a good motivation as well um, also something I've been doing recently that's been working really really well is um, giving people like a fast action bonus so if someone, most of the time when I do discovery calls with people, usually by the end of the call, they want some time to think and process if they want to work with me or not, which is totally fine because it's a big decision to work with a life coach. Like for me, I offer a six month package. It's $7,000. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to pressure someone to make, um, you know, a decision by the end of the call, they might just want to like meet me first. And then like I said, have a couple days to sit with it, which I'm the same way. I don't like to say yes on the spot to something like that. It's a big commitment. Um, so what I do is I'll schedule a follow-up call with them 48 hours later. And then I tell them that if you make your decision for us to work together, by within that 48 hour window, then you'll get 10% off your coaching package. And um, that's been really helpful for people to, you know, make their decisions sooner rather than later. Again, right, people respond really well to deadlines. Um, and then also to just make sure if you are doing a follow-up call, schedule it with the person on the initial discovery call. You know, don't try to do it later. Um, human beings just, we're funny. We're funny in the way we work and we get busy and then we procrastinate. And so if there's like action that you can take right then and there, just do it. Okay, um, so hopefully, you know, those things that I mentioned that will help with not having such like a bit lag time between when people say yes on discovery call and signing the contract. And then if um, someone still isn't signing the contract and doing all that, it's kind of it's just going to be the same thing. You're just going to keep following up, um, you know, via email. That's probably the way that you're communicating with them and, and saying like, hey, I noticed you haven't signed the contract for a week. Wanted to check in, see if everything's okay. Um, so excited to get started. So here's the contract again in case it got lost in your inbox, right? And just keep following up with them until you get an answer. And then you're gonna have to decide what your cutoff point is. Maybe it's like after five follow-up attempts, then, you know, it's again, it's kind of that bless and release situation. And, and, and just remember too, um, it's always better for problems to happen sooner rather than later. So if like someone's really not that serious about working with you, then it's good to know up front versus like a month in to the coaching package. So that's kind of how I look at it too. Okay. And then the last situation is paying clients that won't schedule their coaching sessions. So a lot of times people think that, oh, once you raise your price and you're, you know, people are investing more money that you're not going to have any problems that people are just going to automatically book all their sessions and show up and it's going to be beautiful and perfect. Um, the reality is, is no, this isn't the case. This doesn't happen. So I've had clients that are paying me really, really good money and they're still not booking their sessions. And that for me, that's mind blowing. I personally would never do that. I'm someone like if I spend money on something, I show up like 150%, but it's because I'm a perfectionist and I just do that, but I know not everybody's like that. So let's talk about 
what to do when this happens because it is going to happen. It's just a matter of time is you got to remember it is the client's responsibility to schedule their own sessions. And I put this in the contract. I put this in my welcome letter and I tell them from the start and I tell them on the first call as well as I'm like, here's your scheduling link. It's your responsibility to get all three sessions in every month. If you don't, they don't carry over to the next month. Um, something that I have been doing lately though, is I will open up one more month at the end of the coaching relationship um, to help them if they, they did miss a couple because humans aren't perfect, like we talked about, to help them get caught up with their coaching sessions. So that's, I feel like that's been working well. But just remember, like, it's not your job to chase clients and to make them schedule their sessions. They're, it's their responsibility to schedule their own sessions. You just need to provide them with the scheduling link and then let them know what your boundaries are around that. Okay. And then um, similar to what we talked about with the pro bono clients is invite them into a free 20 minute conversation and do it from a place of love. Don't do it from a place of shaming or a place of judgment. You know, so what that can sound like is, you know, you email the client and, or you message them and say like, Hey, I noticed that you haven't, you know, a month's gone by and you, you haven't been scheduled your sessions. I just want to make sure everything's okay. I want to make sure you're fully supported. Are you open to jumping on a free, you know, 20 minute call with me today so we can, you know, figure out what's going on. So just keeping it really like, you know, open and loving like that and, and letting the clients know that you're there to talk and support them through whatever kind of breakdown is going through. Um, I've done that lots and lots of times and my clients say they feel so loved and seen and supported and it really helps them. And you, know, you gotta remember like human beings, they have their patterns, um, they have their survival mechanisms and a lot of times we'll go into places of fear or overwhelm or um, when people get scared, like they tend to run the flight or, um, fight or flight, you know, syndrome. So human beings are just, they're fascinating creatures. And it's our job as coaches to hold space for them and help them to work through these breakdowns like that. Something else that works really well is if you notice that the client is really struggling to remember to schedule their sessions and you've reminded them like over and over again, like, Hey, you got to get all your sessions in this month. They don't carry over is provide additional accountability for them. And when you're on the current coaching session with them at the end of the call, just schedule the session right there together for the next call. I'm doing this with a current client right now. She gets really busy and she forgets. And so at the end of our coaching session, um, I say, okay, when do you want to meet next week? And she tells me a day and time. And then I just plug it into my calendar. And this has been working a lot better. This has allowed her to, you know, show up more consistently as well. So that's something that can also be really helpful for clients who are struggling to remember to um, schedule their coaching sessions. Okay, Ridu said, these are all helpful tips. Thanks so much for all this value. What I do is at the end of each session, I ask them what would be a good time next week and schedule on the call. Yeah, cool. Okay, I'm glad that that works well for you as well because um, it does for me too. I don't do it for all my clients, but um, for the ones that are struggling, it, it does. It works really well. Okay, and then there was one more situation that I wanted to talk about. So someone in my Facebook group had asked this. She, she didn't know if she was going to be able to make it live today. 
but she wanted me to address this, which I think totally goes with the topic. Okay, just a moment here. Okay, so she said, hey Krista, I've sent a quick survey to a couple of clients after a work together about a month ago and asking if they could leave me a review. They said yes, but I'm still waiting. I sent a friendly reminder yesterday. I don't want to be too pushy. I'm hearing crickets. Also did a pro bono last year for a client. We agreed I'd get an honest testimonial from him afterwards, but still never received anything. So she added a lot more after this, but this is the, that's the gist of what she was talking about. So this is, I, I totally get how frustrating this feels when you, you know, especially with pro bono, you're like, okay, I'm doing this in exchange for a testimonial. And then you need them to fill out that feedback survey as well, which I recommend at the end of every coaching package to offer a feedback survey, survey so you can figure out where to improve in your skills and make sure the client got what they needed. And what I found out is that most of the time people just forget or they don't remember or they push it off and then they don't fill it out. And it's so incredibly frustrating, like, you know, this woman was saying here in this post. So what I've done that has completely eliminated this problem for me is before the last session, I send out the exit survey. Um, and then at the bottom of the exit survey, it has a place for them to put in a testimonial right then and there. And I say that, okay, so after the second to last session, I let them know, hey, I'm going to send you an exit survey um, and you need to have it filled out before your last coaching session. And then we're going to go over all your answers together on the last session. So that way we can celebrate. We can see where you've made all this progress. We can see what's still you know, missing for you. And so I make it a part of the assignment and essentially they don't get the last coaching session until they fill it out. And every single one of my clients fills it out. So that's where I would make this switch is don't leave it to afterwards after someone's already like mentally checked out from the coaching relationship, do it before the last session. It's a simple switch and it just makes it so that way you don't even have to worry about this. So Right? It's so crazy, just these little things, but they can make all the difference in the world. So, all right, everyone, that is all of the advice and tips that I have for you all today. So I hope that you found that useful and helpful. And I would actually love to hear from all of you who are watching this live or on the replay. Let me know right now in the comments section, you know, what do you want to remember from what I said today moving forward? So what do you want to remember from what I said today and use it moving forward? Okay, let me know. Um, also, I wanted to let you all know too that I am officially a booked out coach. Woohoo! Yay! It feels so good to say that. Um, but I have sold out all my one-to-one -one spots, which means I am not going to be taking on any new private clients for the next six months. But I do have a wait list I just created. And it's a really amazing wait list and you're going to want to join it. You're going to want to be on it. And I'm going to tell you why. And I will put, I will drop the link for the wait list in the comment section. But so on this wait list, you get to, you're, you're going to be the first one to know when I open up new one-to-one -one spots or group coaching programs that are going to be amazing. 
And then on top of that, you're going to get a free monthly live Q&A session with me. So it's a private Q&A session that's hosted on Zoom. And I'm going to be answering all of your questions about getting started as a new life coach, building a life coaching business. And then whoever attends live, they get free prizes. So it's going to be so much fun. Um, and then you also lock in my prices over the next six months as well. Um, so I like to give myself a lot of pay raises, which all of you should be doing as well. And so this is just a guarantee that you get a spot to work with me. When I open up more spots, you lock in my prices and you get still, you still get value from me as well. And I still can support you in your coaching business. Um, you know, while you're trying to decide if we're a good fit to work together and, and while I'm opening up more spots too. So it's really awesome. It's like a free membership with me. So again, I'll drop that link for the wait list in the comment section. You should sign up and yeah. Oh, thank you everyone. Monica and Ritu said congrats. Thank you so much. Um, it feels really, really good to be completely sold out, booked out. And uh, that's what, that's my goal for all of my clients as well is to help them to achieve this feeling because it feels really fucking amazing. So all right. Um, thank you so much for watching and I will see you all on our live next week on next Tuesday. Okay. Bye. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification.